You are now tuned in to Two Studs in a Pod with the dynamic duo of Blaze and Meech, a weekly podcast offering a candid glimpse into the world of super terrific Uber Dykes, better known as studs. This week, we're talking about ex-husbands and baby daddies. Love them or hate them, they provided half the DNA that made the kids who popped out of that sexy mom you're dating. We're talking about what it's like to go toe-to-toe with your girl's BD and how sweet it is when their ex-husband makes life easy. Now let's get into it. Yo, Meech, drop that beat. Two studs in a pod, everybody. We hope you enjoyed our first episode and are ready to go on this journey with us uh, as we venture into the many topics and many layers of being a stud. Um, This week for us, after our first release, at least for me, has been pretty hectic and crazy. Work has been crazy, trying to get back into the swing of things uh, for the new year. Uh, For Christmas, I got my girl a puppy, so we're doing all that potty training and Saying a lot of no's for sure. Stop chewing on that. Don't chew my slides. Don't chase the cats. <laughs> a lot of that. Um, we had family over, so that was that was cool. Uh, you know, it's always nice to hang out with family and things like that. I've watched a lot of basketball, which is probably one of my favorite pastimes, uh, and helps take my mind off of work. I also got back into uh, working out like I used to again, which has been rough. I did the Peloton thing. My girl bought a Peloton and now I'm part of the Peloton family. Good luck. And it's kicking my ass. I, <laughs> I will say that. Uh, Mish, how, how, how's your week been? Week has been crazy. You know, they've been working me like a runaway slave at the job as always, <laughs> but you know, I get it done. Um, just trying to get back into the swing scent. You know, holiday time was cool. Hung out with, uh, you know, wifey's family. It was interesting, but I definitely had a good time. Tried to get me drunk. Um, <laughs> yeah, but just, you know, getting back into the swing of things. Got a lot going on. Trying to make some power moves and hopefully get back to the warmth sometime. Well, this is that time, you know, everybody's in their new year, new me vibes yes. still. Yeah. So I think you have like the first quarter of the year to still be doing your, doing your, uh, new year, new me vibes. But, um, you know, time waits for no man and keeps moving. So uh, that new year, new me is soon as going to be six months in. And if you haven't done anything, (laughs) there is no new you. Um, well today, uh, we'll get into, you know, the topic of the day is, we're talking about ex-husbands and baby daddies. Uh, I don't know about uh, you guys or you, Meech, but I've had my share of run-ins with ex-husbands and baby daddies, mostly baby daddies. Yeah. Um, or children's fathers. Not all of them were baby daddies. But yeah, it's been a, a crazy situation. Like even my very first, well, my very first um, living girlfriend that had, the child, the father wasn't really 
in his life. So that wasn't ever really an issue that I had. Um, so that's one of the types of baby daddies that there are out there is the non-existent. Um, others, other types of baby daddies, like those that are ex-husbands even, that want the mom back oh, yeah. in their life. Those are the because they messed ones. up. Yeah. <laughs> um, I, from from that sound, I'm gonna take it that you know about that. Yeah, <laughs> I've been there. Um, <laughs> what's been your experience uh, with the want mom back, Dad? Um, yeah, it's just, I mean, there's a couple of females, but one in particular, her baby father, because they were never married. Like, he was, you know non-existent I guess until he realized that she moved on and then moved on with a female and I think his feelings were hurt you know like wow and then he you know he was being disrespectful trying to get her on the phone calling late at night and then you know you kind of have to you know understand if he's calling about the kid but then it started getting out of control like you're not just calling about the kid it's, it's two in the morning baby sleeping you know like what are you doing so, right yeah but um, he confronted me a couple of times, but I put him in his place. Like, look, you, she doesn't want you. This is about this is about your kid. I don't have a problem with you contacting her about the kid. I don't have a problem with you coming to see the kid. But the second you, the second you step out of line, you know, it's it's a problem. Like, I I don't disrespect. Right, like there's boundaries, bro. Right. Like you lost the right to yeah you whatever you that. did. Right. That's yeah. You know, so I mean, not so you know. I didn't really have to talk to him too many times after that. He was kind of respectful to me. Um, and I just left it up to her. Like, if you want to fuck with this nigga, then go ahead. I'm not, I'm not going to war. You know, right. you know, when in, you know, when you're being respectful and when you're not. So you shut that down when he's texting or calling you at, you know, inappropriate hours or whatever. Yeah, I agree. There's definitely, like I said, boundaries. And I, I found that a lot of, um, maybe because they're men, their masculinity feels threatened, especially when there's a child involved. But they tend to really try to show their bravado and yeah. how tough they can be and that they're a man, you know, because they're mad, especially when they see that she's with a stud. Yeah. I think if it was another female or feminine female, yeah. you know, they would be less threatened. But when it's a stud, especially that's that's really seems to uh, to be a trigger. Yeah. Like I'm, I might have mentioned. I'm, I think I believe I mentioned in the first podcast about almost being shot by someone's baby daddy, um, and it was I don't know. It was, it was crazy because he was just mad that I was a stud. Like he really was. He chased me into the backseat of my friend's car. Well, I was in the backseat of my friend's car. And I mean, her and I, like we were in the club. She got drunk. She couldn't take that. I was vibing by myself, <laughs> let's say. And she ended up letting him know, like, that's going to be who I'm with. And that's what it is like we're just here hanging out and he got really mad because he thought the girl that she was dealing with was a feminine girl oh so yeah yes so he i mean 
Uh, we were there with some friends, and they somehow got my drunk ass into the car. And next thing I know, I'm looking up, and my friend is screaming for me to get down, and Buddy is coming through the parking lot oh, with the gun in his hand what? and shoving it into the backseat of the vehicle where, oh, Lord, <laughs> where Jesus. I was. And... I mean, maybe if I wasn't so drunk at the time, I would have peed my pants. <laughs> were you talking crazy, but, though? Because I know you, or you were just... I mean, I was. I think I was in shock. Right. I was in the backseat of someone's car. We were, like, in the parking lot of this club. Yeah, you weren't. And right. it wasn't what I was expecting, because I didn't know that she was telling him all oh, this. right, right. Like, I was literally off by myself. Yeah, how we vibe do our two-step. Right. Exactly. And, you know, we were kind of like a sneak, sneak situation. So when he, when he, he heard she was with a girl, he was cool or whatever, you know, they could still hang out because they were, had been friends before they even had a kid and all that. But once we were in the club, which it took hell of a convincing to get him in the club because he was this Jamaican dude. So imagine getting a Jamaican dude and a straight Jamaican dude inside of a gay club. And so that took some convincing, but once he was in there, we were all just vibing. I mean, she wasn't trying to let on. I think that it was me, the girl that she was messing with. So when she finally revealed it to him while we were there in the club and he had some drinks in him, he just couldn't take it. I wonder what it is. I think his thought was that he was going to get her back. Yeah. Yeah, I think, I definitely think they feel threatened when they see that it's a stud. But I don't know, like, I guess maybe that's another topic for another day because I don't, I don't know. What about their feeling threatened? No, I mean, get into it. What's been your experience? I don't, like, I don't, I don't get it. You know, most, I guess it's because they realize they don't have a chance with a stud. Maybe that's right. what it is. You know, I think in the back of these dudes' minds, they think that, oh, she's messing with a girl. Yeah, I'm about to get down too. And then when they see it's a stud, they're like, oh, nah. Or, you know, yeah. a masculine looking female, they're like, I don't want that, you know? Yes, I definitely understand that. And I think that is exactly what it is. Right. Because they don't understand why she would want to be with a female that looks like a guy and not be with him yeah they don't get who is a guy they never will (laughs) right right i mean i've had um some cool experiences with baby daddies too it wasn't all it wasn't all bad there was one girl that i was dating and maybe because we were already dating we weren't really in like a serious relationship girlfriend and girlfriend type but just cool you know Mm -hmm. doing our thing that um he was cool i did have date this chick oh this stripper oh my god (laughs) but her baby daddy was cool he was a good dude too he um took on more than just his own kid with her oh that's and filled in where need be so he was a good he was a cool dude you know him and I never really hung out, but when he would come pick up the kids or drop them off or vice versa, um, it was never any issues. We never had any words. We actually had a barbecue one time. Oh, that's cool. Um, 
at homegirl's house and he came through and chilled and it was all good. Yeah. I, I appreciate uh, the dudes like that. You know, it makes it, it just makes it easier for everybody all around, especially the kids, you know? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Especially for the kids. Cause it's, it's, you know, it's important for them to have all the love that they can right. while they're growing up. Yeah. My, my first, um, I guess, serious relationship was with the female. She had two kids and, uh, at first, like, her baby daddy felt threatened and uh, cause he mm-hmm. had met me and like, we were, we worked together and like we hung out a couple times. And then I guess uh, when, I don't know how she told him or whatever happened, like there was tension. Cause he, he was like, damn, I gave this bitch a ride home. And now, <laughs> you know, now she your girl. But um, yeah, it, it took, it took us a while. It took us a little How while. the tables turn. Yeah. <laughs> I actually ended up like we moved out of state and I actually used to pick him up and take him down with me when I would make the trips so he could see the kids and like, you know, we would all be in the house and just he would be able to hang out with the kids and not have to worry about no tension or anything like that. So I thought, you know, like that, that part of the relationship ended up working out really well. Uh, I mean, I had this uh, interesting baby daddy situation with this girl where her and her partner, female partner in a, in a previous relationship, mm-hmm. had had um, kids. I had a kid together, and they used this donation Uh-oh. from a friend guy. And it turned out in the end that the guy really was in love with the the girl. Oh, wow. Yeah, and the girl who ended up being my girl, not the not the stud that she was with. But, um, and did everything he could, I found out later, to ruin their relationship so that he could try to get her. And then when I came around, did everything he could to ruin our relationship so that he could try to get her. And he did, actually, in the end, because they ended up getting married. Oh, wow. (laughs) (laughs) And they're divorced now. And I believe they had another kid or two along the way. <laughs> a whole lot. So, yes. Right yeah. That, that was really- a sneak baby daddy that was not. <laughs> yeah, that, that was not. Supposed to be. Most, say that that again? I wasn't supposed to be there. Like, you know, like a real baby daddy situation. Right. Like you were just supposed to be like a sperm donor and you came in and right. tried to create a family. Those. Right. <laughs> They think we're sneaky. Right? Okay. Find a baby daddy scorned. <laughs> <laughs> well, you're sitting there crying every night, plotting on right? your demise. <laughs> I felt like one time I was a baby daddy, but maybe that's a different topic for a different day. Maybe. I know we <laughs> we could definitely get into, you know, the kids situation. Another day. Oh, yeah. But that's even, I mean... It's not the kid's fault. No. And it's not, I find it's not the stud's fault either for falling in love with the kid or no, no. taking on that role. But, okay. like, you, yeah. You know, you're trying to build a family with somebody. You're trying to be with them. You know, you have to accept their right. kids as well. Right. I haven't really um, had a situation of too many ex husbands, I don't think. Um, one 
woman that I dated, she did have an ex-husband, but I don't know. That was a weird situation all, all to begin with. Yeah. I sound like such a hoe when I talk about <laughs> past relationships, but it's all right. it is what it is. Thanks. <laughs> you say you've been this way since high school, right? Yeah, I know. I've had a long time to fill in the... <laughs> Filling the dates. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I think mostly uh-huh. it's been um baby daddies. A lot of them were non existent for me, so that helped. But then, you know, that brings up the topic of I guess studs ended up being baby daddies. Right. And um I think only one no, actually there was two ex husbands, but one was non existent. I don't even think she knew where he was to get a divorce. So I guess uh-huh. that doesn't count. And uh, you know, another one, ex-husband. He's involved in the kids' lives. We've met, um, but we don't really have a relationship. So, but I'm cool with that as long as he's you know good with the kids and he's respectful. I don't mind. Yeah, definitely. When you're dealing with um, some uh, a a baby daddy or an ex-husband, even that's in the picture respect between all parties involved is very important yeah you don't want i mean even just for the kids sake but for the relate for your relationship with the mom's sake Mm -hmm. you don't want any issues there sometimes that could be a a testy waters for people i believe i know that i had a friend who um was dating a woman who had like three or four kids and the hut the ex-husband was not the best uh, character to be around. He was heavy into drugs and stuff, and he would come over high and wilding all the time um, to their home. It, it really caused a rift in between their relationship yeah. because the mom wants him to be around for the kids, but you, you know, her as a, as the other person relationship. Is like I don't need to live with this. Yeah, yeah. That's another thing. Like you know, you as the stud have to make a choice or as to whether or not you want to deal with the ex husbands or the baby daddies. Like you know, so that I feel like is an added strain. Maybe not strain, but an added thought. I guess when you get into or just like an added pressure yeah. on your relationship. Yeah. I mean, it's already hard enough trying to just maintain a solid foundation with the person that you're with and grow together right. and evolve together because two people change over time. You know, you're not the same person you were eight years ago, even eight months ago. Yeah. <sighs> I'm trying to think of other uh, baby daddy situations. I mean, there was one I... I got into a fight with this one, like fist fight oh, no. with this dude. <laughs> but he was saying disrespectful things bet, to, yeah. but I mean to my girl. Oh, yeah, he was not saying disrespectful things to me per se. We kind of just ignored each other for the most part. But um, it was a time when it was a kid's birthday birthday party in the park. Mm-hmm. It was a rumble in the jungle. <laughs> <laughs> We, I mean, I think um, alcohol had a little little bit to do with it. <laughs> As most of my rumble stories begin, we were drinking and 
Uh, he was getting disrespectful. And I, I feel like maybe it was because of my presence, but I don't know. You know, alcohol tends to bring up the truth for some people. Right. And even though he seemed cool when we were all sober, I think definitely he had one too many Heinekens or something. And he started being disrespectful to her. And I, I said something to him. Mm-hmm. Like, yo, chill, you know, you're not going to be able to talk to my girl like that. Like, with me standing right here, that's not going to happen. And since he didn't have a gun, I was ready to fight. <laughs> no root tootin' shooting this time? No root tootin' shooting, Tubby. I mean, come on, bro. If you were sitting in the back of a car, drunk as fuck, <laughs> and somebody comes and puts a gun in your face and tells you not to touch their blood clot wife ever again... <laughs> Yeah, I probably would have beat my pants. I don't know how you kept it together. <laughs> I just remember hearing my homeboy, gay as hell, yelling in the front seat. Him and his boyfriend roll up the window, roll up the window. And I'm like, what? And here's this gun in my face. Damn, this crazy Jamaican guy yelling at me in patois and everything else telling me leave his wife alone but i'm like ex-wife right (laughs) ex-wife ex yeah (laughs) that part because she lives with me bro so i don't know what's going on but man yeah dudes definitely feel threatened and the fist fight went Okay, I think we we got pulled off of each other before it really got too bad. But I think people were surprised, too, because, you know, obviously he's a man and I'm a woman, but I'm a big woman. (laughs) You know what I'm saying? I'm like almost six feet tall. And we're not going to talk about the pounds, but (laughs) I'm not, you know, skinny little thing. So now I'll rumble. And I'm from Miami. Hello. Yeah. <laughs> we already know that equals a rumble. That's wild. Um, I don't. I think that's like my wildest, crazy baby daddy stories. It's just interesting to me to see the different types of baby daddies that there are, right? And the different roles that they play. Obviously, my favorite one. My favorite one would have to be the ones that are uh, cool with it, cool with everything and know how to play the role and are just there for their kid. Yeah. Mature and have moved on. Don't want the girl back. Right. Take care of their responsibilities. Right. The deadbeat ones are just deadbeats. (laughs) And I mean, the deadbeat ones aren't bad, but I mean, not for me yeah. you know for the kid yes and for my girl financially yeah. yes but I mean, if i don't have to deal with them then i mean that's less stress but i would prefer that if you help me create this kid yeah. and the intent was for you to be a part of the child's life then you should be whereas i had a situation where the intent was for you to not be a part of the child's life and here you are just showing up to everything trying to move in <laughs> oh, wait, I mean yeah. baby daddies can't live with them that's for sure <laughs> and the kids wouldn't be here without them yeah 
That's true. Um, um, another interesting type of baby daddy, and I think we briefly mentioned this, is the stud who believes that they are the baby daddy. Um, yes. After you said that, I did recall a time where I was with this girl and she had a son. And every time her stud baby daddy would come over to the house, she would like hide me in her room. Oh, wow. Right. And and I didn't realize what was like happening, but I still felt like she was using me as a personal babysitter. But uh, every time this girl would come over, she would uh, make me go in the room and act like she would like send me in the room to do something that would mm-hmm. like just make me be in there. And she would have this girl would come over and she would come over to see their son. And I was so young. I was probably like 16, 17 when this was happening. So, I mean, I didn't, I didn't know any better. I definitely wasn't into my fully grown self-confidence yet. Right. You know, I was still a baby gay, (laughs) a little, (laughs) a little baby stud. And she was older, obviously. Yeah. So that kind of, that was kind of crazy to experience a stud baby daddy who was kind of like a a dude baby daddy. (laughs) Like, came over, uh, played with the kid a little bit, gave her some money for the kid, which is maybe why she allowed this to happen. Oh, And, um you know, was gone and had her own life and her another a girlfriend somewhere else and was like doing her own thing, but would come over and visit and like pick him up for mm-hmm. weekends. You know, like regular parent sharing type thing. Right. Um I finally did meet her and I mean she was cool. She had no idea who I was, which oh, that wow. speaks more to the mom than <laughs> to her. <laughs> But, um, I mean, I didn't realize she was like a stud baby daddy. She was just now while we were talking about it, like, yeah, that that is yeah. a stud baby daddy. <laughs> <laughs> it's a thing. Have you had any uh, stud BD encounters? Yeah, actually, I have. Um, so, yeah, so it's like, the, you know, the kid's father is involved. But then, like, her ex thinks that she's their daddy, too. So, mm-hmm. like... I got to deal with two different people. Like, I'm not doing that. You get, I don't, I mean, I don't have a problem, you know, because like that pussy gonna, better be A1 Perico for right. me to be dealing with that. <laughs> you, you feel me? <laughs> um, You know, she was involved in the kids' lives, but uh, that's, you know, like, that's a lot to put on somebody. But yes. eventually, um, she started trying to give um my girl ultimatums, like, oh, I don't want her around my kids and if she's going to be around my kids and I'm not going to come see them anymore. And I'm like, okay, that's how I know you're not a real parent. Cause first of all, nobody's stopping me from seeing my kids. Right. You know? So eventually she just fell off. I mean, I get it, you know, cause I've been involved in children's lives and that's, that's, uh, I don't like to just disappear you know, I, I feel like we can be adults about it. And if they're asking for me, I definitely would like to see them and 
or not, but I've never been like I'm the daddy. Right. You know? <laughs> I'm the daddy hear me roar, you know, trying to puff out my chest and <laughs> it's take over. I, I mean, I, I did almost get myself caught up as being like a baby daddy, but I I avoided that. And I guess I in that initially I was acting a little baby daddy-ish, but I mean this is with the same chick that used to hide me in the bedroom when her oh. other stud baby daddy would come over. Gotcha. Which eventually stopped and then it was just, you know, us mm-hmm. until it wasn't. And then I was that stud baby daddy coming over to check on the yeah. kid and she was hiding somebody else in her bedroom. So Oh shit. <laughs> yeah. The kid kind of told on her, like, oh, so-and-so's in the bedroom. You guys want to hang out? Or something like that. Like, whatever his little kid talk is. Yeah. <laughs> so, oh, so-and-so's in the bedroom. And I was like, oh, oh, really? Hm. I, know I remember how that those days. <laughs> <laughs> no, but how do you feel about that? Like, you know, I kind of feel like it's like, okay, the stud is okay with doing things as long as nobody else is in the picture and then as soon as like you know like as soon as I showed up she had a problem with it but I feel like if you're really there for the kids then what's the problem you know I think even stud baby daddies have that same like she's always gonna be mine type thing Mm. because if you feel like you're the baby's daddy then you're like that invested right in Per se, the the mom, not even the kid, but the mom. Cause I mean, look at how many times um, uh, people get played by kids because the person is trying to impress the mom. Right. Like I know somebody, I know somebody with kids that would let whoever, not whoever, you know what I'm saying, but like take the person who they were like. Per, let's say dating or whatever take their kids out and just have their kids like order everything off the menu oh wow i think that that was cool you know like yeah uh, taking advantage yeah for them but not for the person who's really thinking that they put in some work in to try to get your attention right, or right. gain your interest you know and i mean that's why i didn't i, didn't, I never wanted to be necessarily a baby daddy i mean like i said i did get myself caught up that one time but i was also very young and you know she turned around and was hiding somebody else in the bedroom so (laughs) Uh, it's i guess i don't know if this is weird or not but i guess the best one of the best baby daddy situations the best and the worst was with um an exotic dancer <laughs> and her baby daddy situation because there was a a couple of them and a couple of exotic dancers or baby daddies uh baby daddies i mean i've dated a couple of exotic dancers but we'll talk about that in another podcast <laughs> <laughs> uh yes in my like early to mid 20s i had this thing <laughs> versus strippers and it's miami yes it's the miami for yeah. sure they get bucket booty naked. 
while that was happening, um, you know, that was a that was a horrible relationship. But the baby daddy situation wasn't was interesting. I was gonna say it wasn't bad, but that's a lie. It was interesting because like one was super cool and chill, and the other one was just obviously scheming the whole time. Oh wow, <laughs> dudes, I tell you. But, I mean, like I said, if it wasn't for them, then these kids wouldn't be around. Some of the kids have been pretty cool, and it did teach me a lot. Like, I don't want to have kids of my own. (laughs) So, I have to, I guess, thank them for that. Yeah. And thank them for everything, because if they hadn't been maybe, like, part of the problem for some of these situations, maybe I would still be in them. Uh, yeah, I think eventually you would have probably realized it wasn't working. Yeah. Hopefully. Because not like, it's not like every woman that I've, I've dated had kids. So there wasn't mm-hmm. always a big daddy situation or ex-husband situation. I don't know. Which, which would you, what do you feel better about? Like knowing your girl was married to a dude or just that she slept with a guy and ended up getting pregnant? Um, I think knowing that she was married, like... And it was just, you know, well, for the situation, you know, like that's how the kids came about. And, you know, the kids have both parents who want to actively be involved in their lives. Hmm. Um, You know, dudes are dudes. I think, you know, some dudes can do more ex-husbands or baby daddies. Yeah, I um, I, I would have to say I agree because... I mean, not everybody comes out in high school like I did, you know, and there's there's a lot of pressure, especially on fem, more femme women, even studs, because you see studs that have kids and yeah. maybe were married at some point. And then, you know, they were feminine and then transitioned to being a stud eventually. But you see that there was pressure, societal, societal pressure to uh, to get married yeah. and procreate. Like, right. that's what you're basically taught from fifth grade if you don't already understand it yourself well these kids nowadays they probably under understand it in pre-k youtube and stuff (laughs) but so i mean yeah i can understand that i mean i also can understand the the oops baby yeah i mean my parents were married and i was a oops baby myself (laughs) Oops, happened. And I mean, you know, things happen. You know, I just feel like, um, like at at the end of the day, it basically just all boils down to respect. You know, if it's a baby daddy or if it's an ex husband, um, and my partner being respectful to me and understanding the, you know, the situation that, like, I'm clearly walking into a situation knowing that you have an ex husband or a baby father, um, mm-hmm. and I'm still choosing to be with you. Mm-hmm. You know, but so don't disrespect me. And I don't feel like I should have to tell you that, you know, like if it's given, like that's even better. If I have to talk to you, I'm only telling you once, Mm. you know, that's just how I feel about that. Maybe they do need that communication because they know they don't get it. You know, their perspective on that is not the same as yours. Mm. And this is somebody that they've known intimately, even if only for a moment, you know, only for a night and Somebody who may help there. It's always going to be their child's father. Right. You know, like that's always going to be their child. That's always going to be their child's father. I mean, unless he's non-existent, even if he's a piece of shit, he's still their child's father. And a lot of 
women even now are tend to not want to disparage him, especially in front of the children. And I don't know many, I mean, unless he's a really, like really a bastard that they may disparage him for you even mm-hmm. being off the strength that, that is their child's father. And so they're, they're connected forever. Right. You and her don't have to be. So that I always think about that as maybe a thought that could arise in my girl's head. Not my girl right now, but you know, yeah. a woman yeah. I was with who had kids. Like, would you not to say that they're sides, but would you take his side over my side? Mm-hmm. In 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 that type of um aspect, like if it ever came to that. I would hope that you would take my side since we're together and this is our relationship and we're supposed to be building a future. But I mean, like I just said, that's their child's father, you know, like their child wouldn't be here without that person. That counts for a lot in a lot of people's book, I believe. That's why the baby daddies are just cool with everything and have moved on and living their own life and are really only there for the kid are the best. Facts. Well, I think that's enough about baby daddies. Facts. <laughs> Let's get these dicks out of here and move on <laughs> to brighter and better things. Uh, while we do appreciate all of you, baby daddies and ex-husbands, and we thank you for creating the children that our girls so love, and we do too. For, um, Goodbye. And we're done with you. <laughs> Bye-bye, baby daddies. Um, if you need more stud in your life, you can find us on IG and Twitter at Two Studs in a Pod, where we're providing stud-centric content. Uh, if you have any questions or comments, feel free to shoot us an email, reach out to us at two studs in a pod at gmail.com. That's T-W-O studs in a pod at gmail.com. Uh, we may even select your question or comment to share on an upcoming episode. A Two Studs in a Pod is available wherever you listen to podcasts. Be sure to tune in next episode to hear what an adventure it's been to be gay going through TSA. Oh, yes. (laughs) Thanks for tuning in. See you next time.